Hey, I'm Corey. I'm your DM. Welcome to Vibe Proficiency, a D&D podcast about death, biceps, and uh, bacon, I guess. Just a quick note here before we get into the first episode. It's, um, well, honestly, it's pretty long and the audio quality isn't stellar. We know. We're sorry. At this point, I'm kind of thinking it's just a rite of passage to have both of those problems early on. So, you know, live and learn. We actually recorded this episode way back in late January, maybe early February of 2020, when people used to, you know, gather together in, in groups and stuff. And I swear to God, it's like none of us had ever seen a microphone in our lives. We didn't know the audio nightmare. We were spawning when we crammed three of them into a living room with vaulted ceilings and then just, you know, spent the evening shouting and eating pizza together. So, you know, bear with us on this one. Uh, right after this was recorded, I started listening back to the footage and we legitimately thought about just not recording these anymore. But then uh, we all went on lockdown, started playing and recording again, but from home and wouldn't you know it, the audio quality got better. So if you listen to the pre-campaign bonus episodes, that's more like what the show will sound like starting in episode two and onward. And yeah, this thing is like feature length and <laughs> we know that's hard to commit to so we're going to try and keep the future episodes to around the 50 to 70 minute mark at most just like this incredibly long intro message oh my god okay uh almost there stay with me you're doing great now that we're into the main story we're hoping to release these every other week because we all have like <laughs> jobs and lives and stuff and editing is hard <laughs> so thanks for understanding uh, if that changes we'll let you know on our twitter at vibe proficiency and you can tweet at us there or just let people know about the show using the hashtag vibe proficiency Tell your friends, uh, hell, tell your enemies, you know, unless they're like uh, real jerks, because then I guess we don't want them either. Uh, last thing, I think, again, you're doing great. You've got this home stretch, pal. You can rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts if you're so inclined, and we really appreciate the handful of you that already have and who gave us feedback on the bonus episodes. It really means a lot. All right, that's, uh, that's it. That's all I got. You made it. I'm super proud of you. You know what? I'm super proud of me. My God, this took like six takes. Okay, uh, enjoy the episode and stuff. Thanks. My character, uh, his name is Elwyn. Standard set, five foot ten, all black robes uh, covering every inch of him. Boots on. The only thing you can see is his face, in which he is wearing a white mask, and he's got a red little pseudo dragon on his shoulder. Came uh, to Port Crescent, mm -hmm. uh, specifically in the search of knowledge, looking to expand his magical knowledge and learn more about all things magic. He's also a warlock, just for, for reference. Solid. Tyler? My name is Cadmus Lightbringer. I am a half-orc, light green skin. You can see the bottom rows of my teeth kind of poking out a little bit through my gums. Um, I'm dressed in chainmail, black cloak, amulet that's hanging from my neck. I got sword that has a weird, like, orcish writing on it. Mostly I've been like a bounty hunter type thing. So you came into Port Crescent looking for work? Looking for answers. I've been killing a bunch of monsters, too. Okay. What kind of monsters? You know, the monster kind. To be determined. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I am playing Mira, and she is a tiefling druid. She was exiled by her community after a fire killed her family, and she was the only survivor, and the community suspected her of being behind it. So she's been living in the woods. She's now 24 years old, and she started having these dreams. So she's decided to go to Port Crescent to start investigating and seeing what is going on there. And she's your kind of typical tiefling, black eyes, small ram's horns. She's kind of reclusive. How do you, how do you spell her name? Uh, yeah, it's M. E-I-R-A. 
Right, everybody, buckle in. <laughs> During the years. No, 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 no. You're going to read the whole six-page backstory? I'm trying to think you should go no, no, last. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hit me with the top five bullet points. <laughs> well, you did not, it's going to take him a while to get that together. Hit me with the top two bullet points. <laughs> uh, so my character is uh, Fandrin Pale Shadow. He's a half-elf rogue. Can you give me that full name again? Fandrin Pale Shadow. Pale Shadow? Yes, Pale Shadow. Okay. Can you tell me how you spell that name? Uh, P-A-L-E Shadow. Uh, you could also call him Ghost Spider. Did you sneak in a Gwen reference? <laughs> you know what his mom's name is? His mom's name was Gwendolyn. I know that. <laughs> I did make the connection right after I said it. My character's mother's name is Martha. Yeah, his, na- so his I, mom's name is... Yours too? I, mean, I could read you the whole backstory if you want that. <laughs> no. Uh, no, in the um, Thieves Guild that he's a part of called The Web... He is known as as, as the ghost as the spider. Ghost spider. <laughs> uh, he came to Port Crescent on a mission from uh, the leader of the web, known as the Tarantula. Uh, but Fan is uh, leaving the Thieves Guild because he's tired of being part of the web. All right. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> so her name is Harp, and she is a changeling. The reason she's there is um, she just travels. She doesn't stay in one place a lot. Um, She's kind of a thief. She's trying to make bank wherever she goes. Um, Her appearance, uh, it's a little complicated because she just changes it to random people um, based off of where she is. But when she doesn't, like when she is by herself, she does go into her normal form or her changeling form, Mm -hmm. I suppose. So she's got kind of like wispy white hair, just very ghost looking pale. Um, she's got like black leather armor. I think that covers. Out of curiosity, what what class is the oh, harp? She is a she's a ranger. Ooh. Did we say classes for everyone? Your ranger, rogue, druid, warlock, paladin, warlock. I already forgot everyone's name. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's why I do this, and I get those classes. So I'm like, I know who you are. Very good. <laughs> Let me give you a little background on where this story begins. Welcome to Port Crescent, a beautiful and industrious coastal city located on Alaron, the largest of the Moonshay Isles. The occupants of this shining city on the crescent moon-shaped bay are mostly craftspeople, dock workers, lumberjacks, their families, but it sees its fair share of traveling merchants, adventurers, and less savory folks too. There's a lot of shipping in and out of this port city. The logging industry has done its best to remain sustainable here for hundreds of years, and the westernmost border of the city is just a short walk from the edge of the Dernal Forest, a largely unexplored wood shrouded in whispered rumors of strange creatures and dark magic. The cities to the north and south, and even some beyond those, are all connected by the eastern coastal path, a large road forged by hoofbeat and worn into place by the constant traveling of caravans and other merchants. You have all, serendipitously, checked into the same inn. Currently, it's just past midnight, and you're all sound asleep. That's about to change. Tyler, with Divine Sense as a paladin, you awaken ever so slightly. You smell decay. Oh no. So I'm going to get up, grab the shield, 
open the door, kind of peek out into the hallway. Give me a, let's do perception check. Oh my gosh, first roll of the campaign, Was it really bad? (laughs) Uh, It was an eight. Okay. (laughs) You don't immediately see any danger, but you do feel something is nearby and it's not natural. I'm going to actually use divine sense as an action. Okay. I know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet. There are a good number of undead in and around the inn. Great. As you're getting that sense, Kelly, you also stir awake at a scratching in the hallway. I'm going to, like, investigate, but, like, I'm not going to run to it. I'm going to, like, kind of see where it's coming from, at least. Okay, roll me investigation. Okay. Not good. (laughs) Oh, boy. That's what you love to hear. (laughs) (laughs) It's a two. So it's a two. Mm -hmm. You don't know. Well, that sucks. You are awake, and you're poking (laughs) your head out the door. Chandler, you also awaken to that same scratching sound. Just like a light Somewhere scratching. Somewhere in the hall. It's not big. Stupid ends in their mice. I get up, uh, pecks up on the shoulder, kind of walk over, slowly open the door, trying to take a, take a peek. Okay, roll me an investigation. Oh, that'd be a uh, 17 plus 3. Oh, shoot. All right. You notice... A crack in the door across the hall from you and like one, what color are your eyes? Mine? Yeah. White. One white eye peeking through the crack. <laughs> you also notice something slightly further down the hall, about rat shaped, slowly coming towards you. Cool. I want to reach out and try and read its emotion through my limited telepathy. It's a really one note sense of uh, violence. Becca. Yeah. You hear the scraping sound accompanied with a slight sliding noise. So there's like a scrape and then a slide and then a scrape and a slide. Are there windows in the in room? There is, yeah. Can I peek out and see if I can see anything? You see shadows moving around the inn and also just in the streets. Uh, and I'm going to try to peek out the door and see what I can see there. Roll me that investigation. Eleven. Five feet from you, you see something small moving down the hall towards the man with the dragon. Can I cast Speak with Animals and try to see if I can perceive what's going on with this little Definitely. So I'm going to kind of kneel and try to get a little lower. Mm -hmm. Gently tap the quarterstaff to get Mm -hmm. it to turn to me and, and ask, what brings you here? It stops in its path and then it turns around and as it rushes at you... You realize it's not an animal at all. It is what once would have been a human hand. Oh, big yikes. <laughs> uh, let's all roll for initiative, including the sleepy Casey. <laughs> oh, I need an initiative 20. tracker. I should have put, you've got a nat 20. Um, so this is one of those things that I would like to put in our game. It's not an actual rule. I think it could be a fun house rule. Critically prepared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if you crit on an initiative roll, I think you should get an extra, like an action. So like two total actions and a bonus and like a reaction, like whatever it is that you have. But just for that one turn, cool. you get two full actions. Uh, let's do it this way. I'm going to say 15 to 20. Who rolled between 15 to 20? 18. 18. Okay. How about 10 to 15? 
11, 13 for me. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's looking real good there, Kelly. It's real pathetic. Real good. <laughs> so with dexterity, it's a, it's a seven. Could have been a one. Well, so with this, if we roll a natural one for initiative. I'm not going to punish you for rolling bad initiative. <laughs> unless it's like really fun. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Um, so, Becca, this hand is just flying at you, just scrambling forward, and it is disgusting. There's a broken ulna sticking out of it, and it is not fresh. What do you do? <laughs> so I'm going to try, I'm going to take my quarter staff, and I just want to whack this thing as far as I can with two hands. <laughs> okay, so roll attack. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's a four. Oh. So, ooh. Nice, okay. nice. You just whiff right over the top of it. Uh, you were never that good at golf, so. Uh. You do have another action this Great. turn with your critical success there. Perfect. Can I just bring it down and just really Roll try another to attack. It? Oh, that's four. <laughs> <laughs> you do bring it down with like mighty force, like just to the right of it. You see all this? I see all this? Yeah. I'm going to rush towards it and I'm going to attack it with my sword. Okay. That was a natural 20. Oh my gosh. All right, great. Roll your damage. Oh, that was garbage. <laughs> what was it? So it's a one plus four. So it's a five, so 10 damage. Beautiful. You bring this giant heavy sword just straight down on top of this hand, and you are surprised at the ease at which it just slices right through. Mm. As that slices through, the words on my sword glow. These wor- the words are in Orcish? Yes, said. That's, that's beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, I don't read Orcish either. About this time, you wake up to the sound of one big swing and then an exasperated sigh, and then one big swing and a thud, <laughs> and then one big swing and like a sickening thwack. <laughs> I'm gonna come to the door. I have my two daggers at my hip. I got my hand on one of them, and I'm gonna creak the door open. For note, do you sleep with those daggers on? Okay, I just wanted. To, I assume I'm a thief. I assumed. I just wanted to. I just wanted the. I kind of believe it. I, no, I believe it. I just. I just wanted to know. Yeah, so I'm gonna creak the door open and just peer cool. out. Uh, you just see everyone's just kind of like huddled around this like half chopped thing <laughs> in the hallway. Elwin would like to start inspecting it, trying to see if he can learn something from it. Okay, roll Arcana. Uh, that would be uh, an eleven. You've seen this sort of thing before in your studies. A necromancer could, in theory, reanimate the hand of a corpse and give it limited cognitive function in order to pursue a task. I look at everyone, kind of got peck on my shoulders, kind of like moving around on me. A necromancer caused this. We should be on the lookout. I'm going to walk to the staircase. At the staircase, you can see the glow of the fire downstairs still barely lit. Uh, It looks like the innkeeper probably was letting it die out before heading up to bed. You hear scuffling and some sort of commotion downstairs. You can't quite tell what's going on. She's going to put her dagger, like put it away, kind of hide it. Mm -hmm. And she just changed her form to she spotted Mm -hmm. a human earlier and she just wants to look as not threatening. Just a person walking through the tavern. And she's just going to kind of... Pretend she just wanders down there. I'm going to stop you with the sword. Well, that's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to say anything? So I I block you with the sword and I go, 
That's really good for an audio meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put my finger up to my lips and I say, shh. Well, she's going to give you like this real stink eye because she just wants to deal with this, whatever it is. Something is not right here. I think she's going to push past you. Yeah, she's, gonna, mean, she's going for it. <laughs> I push past him. If she starts walking down the stairs, I'm going to go with her. Okay. So you get about halfway down the stairs and you hear a loud shriek. And it is a child-like sort of voice. As soon as I hear that, I rush down the stairs. You're going towards... So in the tavern area, there's an offshoot room that is something of like a kitchen. And you know that that's where the the shriek is coming from. I just barrel through it. No regard. When you burst into the room, you see three of these grotesque hands, like the one you just dispatched upstairs, coming right for her. And she's curled up against the corner. I have to jump in front of her. And then I guess swing the sword. I was going to say, you are super alone. Not Um, just regular alone, it's super alone. I'm super alone. (laughs) Um, That was an 11 plus Plus six. Okay, yeah, it hits. Seven. Okay, you bring your sword down quickly and easily just as before you dispatch this one, cutting it off just right at the knuckles. That's like the one round he gets as a surprise on there. You guys hear all of this? Are you going? Are you hiding upstairs? I feel like I already started this, so I'm going to go down there. (laughs) But she probably would have died if you didn't walk down. That's true. That's what you get for waiting. Um, No, I'm kidding. Uh, So she kind (laughs) of like heads over there and um, I'll attack one of them. Okay. Uh, All right. 18. So that hits roll damage. Thank God. All right. It's a four. Great. You just shish kebab this thing on your dagger and it just immediately stops squirming. I'm going to head downstairs in the corner of the room furthest away from the hands. Okay. Uh, And I'm also going to try to attack. But this time, I'm going to use my thorn whip cantrip. (laughs) Okay. I am going to create a long vine-like whip covered in thorns that lashes out towards a creature in range, which is 30 feet. Okay. Uh, And if it hits, the creature takes 1d6 piercing damage. That's an 18 with the attack bonus. Yes. Okay. So you hit it with the end of your whip, and it wraps around perfectly. And when you yank, it just shreds the decaying, sloughing skin off. It only had one HP, this one. Okay, well, I hit it for two, so that's good. Beautiful. (laughs) Either way, you got it. You're good. It just shreds apart. Casey's still upstairs. I'm waiting for everyone to leave, and then I'll... Oh, like peeking around the door? I'm like peeking out. So as I'm like walking under, under my breath, not even like turning to like try and look at you, a necromancer had to have caused this. Something really bad is going on. I don't know who you are. I don't know who those people are, but they look like they can take care of themselves. I'm going to go see if there was a, la- a yell or something. I don't know. Are you, you coming? No response. So in, in, enjoy that. Uh, I just go down the stairs. <laughs> okay. And I, I go to them. As soon as, you go, as soon as I hear him go down the stairs, I'm going to come out of my room and just hang out at the top of the stairs. Cool, cool, cool. You're going into the kitchen room yeah, where yeah, everyone yeah. else is? The little girl is just mortified. She's never seen anything this terrifying in her life. And she is just beyond words, just kind of hyperventilating. Keeping my distance from the little girl because I don't, that's not, I'm not here for crying. It makes me uncomfortable. I I walk and I look at everyone and I go, a necromancer calls this. I don't know who any of you are, but do you guys have any idea what's going on? I have a sheath my sword. I I kneel down next to the child. I put my hand on her shoulder and I go, you're going to be okay. She does her best to, like, calm down, and she just leans straight into you, like... Stand up, and I just 
look around. You don't see any eyes. You don't see nothing. I'm just like, does anyone know what's going on here? Harp is kind of over the questions and wants to speak to her and see if we can, because she's not. Uh, no, since she's like in her woman form, now she's going to do this like motherly approach, right? Okay. Oh no, are you okay? What happened here? She says, I just came down for a snack. I'm not supposed to, but I did it anyway. And the things. I'll stand up and I will do divine sense again. This sense for you is just pinging off in every direction. They are all outside, but close. There is a lot of undead, something dangerous around us. We should get out of here. I'm going to turn to the the girl and say, go upstairs to your room, lock the door, put something in front of it, wait until morning. Uh, Roll persuasion with disadvantage. She does not want to be alone. She does not want to be alone right now. <laughs> Hate to see it. That's a four. <laughs> Love that for you. She just will not. It's like you're saying all of this, and she is not registering it. She is just scared. Uh, the the windows are they glass windows? They would be like they're not clear glass like we have. It's like yeah. each one is like a square, and it's kind of got that like bubble to it mm-hmm. that you know is like handmade. Cool. It's not like beautiful uh, glass or anything. Standing back from the door, using. <laughs> mage hand okay like to just barely turn the knob okay slightly crack the door okay and just like kind of trying to just see out if there's anything outside the door <laughs> roll stealth uh 14 plus two that's a 16 how far from the door are you like i, I think i'd be like up against the wall so that way as the door opens i can like see if there's anything coming around from the side that I wouldn't be able to see from the windows. The windows aren't, like, clear, and the light source from the fire is inside, uh-huh. so it's really hard to see through them. But as you open the door... Barely. Just a barely. little bit, the light from inside spills out, and you see something. How fast is it moving? It is walking with a purpose. Door back closed. There's something moving outside the inn. Could potentially be the necromancer that's sending these hands in. Uh, girl... Uh, your, your parents, do, do they have any enemies? Anyone that might want to cause them harm? Did they borrow some money, uh, steal from someone? That's a great question. Let me roll for it. No, my parents are the nicest people who have ever lived. That's, that's fair. <laughs> do, you, do you have any other family in the city? No, I don't. It's just me and my mom and my dad. What do you, what do you know? If, if you will, let me ask you questions. If you're just going to yell at me. <laughs> uh, no, no, hold on. <laughs> the girl is clearly scared. And? She's, she's in no state to answer these stupid questions. Ow. I was really hoping we'd get into some Bush brother fights. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a lot outside. There's a lot? Oh, okay. Oh, undead. Cool, cool, cool. So undead past the building. Yes. Okay, wonderful. Oh, I forgot I didn't tell you. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of... Uh, I've sensed... Did you tell everyone else that? Was that while I stepped away I've that you told people kind of that? i speaking. Oh, okay. Cool. Okay. I stepped away. Uh, so I'm sure everyone now knows because everyone's listening. Looking at the two people who are in the room, or the three people in the room since Casey isn't in here, what do you guys want to do? What, what's the game plan here? Go back to bed? <laughs> no. Here's an idea. I think you take care of the girl... And you and I go outside. What? Why would I go outside? There's a what? Here's, here's a different idea. We gotta do something. Here's a different idea. The big guy with all the armor and the sword 
and the shield, he goes outside, and I don't. He seems to know how to handle her way more than we do. Hey, hey, girl. Uh, <laughs> your, okay. your, 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 your family. Let's, let's go check and see if they're upstairs, okay? That... Let's go see if they're in the room. Well, Maybe they stepped to the bathroom while you came downstairs. That's why you didn't see them. Do you want to go check and see if they're up there? I think they're still upstairs. Come with me. Can let's I go. ask you this? Yeah. Because you know they're not. Yeah, absolutely. You're lying to her? Uh, 100%. I'm just trying to get her away so that way big guy with shield can go outside. Okay. Roll deception. Uh, that would be an 18 plus 5. <laughs> 23. Um, she very reluctantly... While still holding on to Cadmus, extends an arm and waits for you to take her hand. <laughs> hand slowly, slowly out. She latches right onto your arm. Is there there's a there's a fireplace in the in the inn, correct? It's pretty large too. So then there would be a chimney on the roof. Are you about to scale a fireplace. Okay. Uh, while all this is happening downstairs, uh-huh. I'm going to go back into my room. I'm going to open the window. Climb onto the roof and see what I can see. So when he rolls this natural one, there. he falls into the. So you do have to. Me. You do have to give me a dexterity check on that one. Oh, you got it. How many times have you joked after a six-page backstory? He immediately <laughs> dies, and no one knows you're there. He just. I. I know he's around, but I'm also don't care. <laughs> Fuck. That's oh, a seven. No. <laughs> Seven's not bad. So you open the window like you've done. So many times before, you think, I'm just going to go on the roof. Um, You open the window, but it is kind of stuck. And so you push on it a little harder, and then it suddenly gives way, and you tip out, and you fall to the ground outside. (laughs) Hey, did you see anything out there? You take two bludgeoning damage as you hit the ground. Oh, rolled rolled out of it. You're on the ground. You're prone. We heard the thud, right? Roll me a perception. Oh, boy. Oh, Jesus Christ. One. No. Um, in fact, you're deaf now for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> no, um, no, you, di- you didn't hear anything. And you're not that concerned about it. Because you didn't really know the dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to test a theory. Mm-hmm. I want to go up to the, the window mm-hmm. and peer out. You see anyone laying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he fell out the back. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so we're going to spend like half an hour like trying to hide from these zombies and then we're just going to find out it's just a bunch of normal people heading to a midnight rave to a rave yeah you knew it we didn't even get invited to the rave new in town (laughs) i'm taking the girl upstairs taking her towards where the parents room are i kind of want want to like let her lead a little bit Mm -hmm. uh and then once we get in like open the door i i think they're on the bed over there they're clearly not on the (laughs) i can see it from here does she have dark vision no it's like 15 feet away (laughs) All right, well, how about we hang out in here until the, the other people come and get us? So do you you sit down over here, I'll barricade the door while you're over there. Is this when fantasy Chris Hansen comes in? <laughs> no, this is this is where when she walks away from me, I close the door and I leave. And then I, I go back downstairs. Roll me deception again. I just want Actually, to... roll me deception with disadvantage because you were just like, your parents are clearly here and they're not. <laughs> so like... I just I just don't want to deal with the girl anymore. Just use your dragon. Yeah, just want to play with the dragon. Keep it away. Yeah, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, what were we doing? Deception. Deception. Uh, I rolled a a a, a five, <laughs> but plus five, so a ten. She just grips your arm tighter. Cool. You have to knock her out. Here. If uh, you punch this no, child. No, 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 no. Uh, 
Here, take Peck, my dragon, my pseudo-dragon. You hold him, and I'll go see what's going on downstairs. And so, hand off, take Peck, put it on the shoulder. Okay. Does she let go? She is scared and mildly delighted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Peck's on the girl. Elwyn backs out. Yes. And then Elwyn grabs the door handle. Uh Uh-huh. Peck flies off, close the door. (laughs) (laughs) Roll dexterity. This is terrible. I really hope you roll horrible and whack Peck right in the head with the door. (laughs) (laughs) This is the cruelest. I did not expect it, but I should have. Uh, 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 18. 16 plus 2. Okay. You slam the door on this frightened child. And she immediately bolts to the door and tries to pry it open. She's not... I just don't want to deal with the girl. She is... Freaked. And she is certain uh, she is going to die. Hidden hidden guy. Guy who's hiding in the room. (laughs) There is no response. I'm so glad I fell out the window right now. (laughs) I just said, I want to be done with this. She is just banging on the door and screaming and Uh, wailing. Mage hand to grab the door, keep it closed. And then I'm going to go try and find hidden guy. Mage hand is not strong. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. So you're going to leave the door with your mage hand on it. Absolutely. I just, Elwyn doesn't like children. Okay. He just hates people um, in general. She is, she's like, got it on the ropes. This tiny little hand is probably not going to last too cool. long. I look in. Uh, uh, hidden guys. I, I don't know what I would have called him. H- hidden per- Oh, not in here. Cool. Solid. Yeah, he's definitely not there. <laughs> but I can see the window open. You're pretty sure that he went out that way. <laughs> I'll go look out the window. Okay. Let's just say all this happened at around the same time and that you haven't stood up yet. <laughs> as, I, as I'm walking by your room with the kid originally is when you fell out. <laughs> I was, I was going to stay prone. Were you? Yeah, okay, let's do it. I was going to stay prone, yeah. Uh, roll perception. Seven plus two, nine. There is a dead man on the ground outside. Uh, I immediately, using my limited telepathy, send it to the people downstairs... I just send them the picture of Guy Lang dead. Harp doesn't think he's the brightest, so she's going to go upstairs to confirm this. So you go up the stairs, and there is just shrieking, (laughs) and the door is jiggling, and there is a spectral hand (laughs) holding it closed. And you see Elwyn emerge from just somebody else's room. You're not. First good impression is not what you're doing. It's real bad. You're not sure what's going on there. Girls in the room didn't want to hear anymore, but she's still there. Uh, the guy, he was in this room, kind of a shifty kind of guy, came to get his help, uh, and I saw that his window's open. He's currently laying on the ground dead outside the window. That could be an issue. This entire time, she is screaming and crying do, and just... Do I know what her parents look like? Uh, you would have met her mother at the very least. All right. I'm going to change into her mom's look. Oh, you oh. Um, You're both... Just the worst people. This is coming from Casey. I'm really glad I'm downstairs. I just don't want to deal with the kid. How do you know that he didn't push me out the window? He's locking a little girl in her room. How do you know he didn't push me out the window? To be honest, I really think... He's going to murder all of you. I really think (laughs) she finds him really pathetic. Like, nothing he's done so far has made any sense. So she doesn't even believe you would, like... Okay. Uh, Okay. All I have are fine clothes, but I feel like her mom's not fancy, but... Okay, I have an idea. I'm going to turn into her mom, but I'm not going through the door. We're going to crack the door open ever so slightly so she sees a silhouette. I'm sorry, but this is sounding more and more like we're about to murder her. (laughs) No, we just need her to calm down. Absolutely. And 
reassure her that everything is fine. So do you want me to be holding the dagger to your throat while you tell her that? (laughs) (laughs) No, you idiot. Just make sure you only loosen the mage hand, like, a little bit. Okay. Okay. We're going to try this? Cool. I'm going to stay here and just kind of peek down so that way she doesn't see me. Okay. Since I'm the one who kind of threw her in the room. Okay. And let you kind of. You're the worst. I don't like kids. I can tell. Nor you don't people. seem to know anything. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know quite a lot, all right. actually. Uh, I'm just do you want to gonna... have this conversation so right now? The walking away. She doesn't want to hear this anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's changed into mom form. I'm going to go to the door. When you get close enough, I let them... Is the, does the door open into the room or out into the hallway? Into the room. So, Mage Hand twists the door a little bit, barely lets it open. As it twists, she is pulling on it as if her life depended on it, and she flings it fully open. Sweetie, I'm home. <laughs> I don't know. Are you okay? She runs up to you as if to embrace you and immediately is uncomfortable. Something's wrong. Roll performance. 13 plus 14. Okay. She stops. She doesn't run from you or anything, but she does look quite puzzled and quite afraid. Oh boy. I'm so sorry I wasn't here. I heard a noise outside. And you just went to go look at it. (laughs) I wanted to make sure you were fine, that we were going to be fine. I think it's time to go back to bed. I'm going to keep looking around the house to make sure, or the tavern in, and make sure everything is fine. But, Is it another one of those monster attacks, like Holy Head? Um, no, I think I think they're all gone. All the monsters are gone. Roll deception. Oh boy. <laughs> Seventeen. Let's go to your room. Okay. I'm gonna start tucking her into bed. You rolled pretty good on it. I'm gonna let you abandon this child here, I guess. Okay, I'm just. <laughs> the child will be fine. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. All right, sweetie. I'm gonna leave you here. I'm gonna make sure stay up all night. Make sure all the monsters are gone, and I've got some new friends to make sure. So if you hear any noise, don't worry about it, because you're fine. <laughs> Is this okay. massive amount of sarcasm still it's, in your voice? I can't help it. Is she looking at you and going, "Okay, mom." <laughs> To be fair, isn't that how any teenage girl looks at their parents? (laughs) Okay. Uh, The little girl pulls her covers all the way up over her nose, just her eyes are peeking out. Are you leaving her? Uh, I'm going to give her a kiss on the forehead. (laughs) Gross, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's her mom. I mean, yeah. Wink. (laughs) And I'm going to close the door. (laughs) She is just silent, just sitting, clearly still scared, but reassured by your creepy lies. (laughs) Uh, let's resolve. What are you doing? Uh, Taking a nap. I'm going to stay prone. Got the wind knocked out of me. Yeah, definitely. I'm going <laughs> to open my eyes, crouch, and find the nearest bush to hide behind and still look around. Um, there's like a hedgerow. Are you going to like go towards the front of the building, like go to the side? or? I'm going to go to the side, sticking as low as I can. You're going to run into like a little cellar door, and it's... Barred. It's locked. I'm gonna use Dave's tools. Okay. And uh, roll lockpick. Fifteen plus seven. Cool. Yeah, you pop that bad boy open. It's where they keep all the zombies, Casey. <laughs> Dude's never seen a horror movie before. <laughs> I'm gonna go down into the cellar to get back inside. Do you have dark vision? Yep. Okay. Maybe ten by ten feet. It's very small. It's just a place for storage. And you see on the opposite wall, there's like a a ladder situation. There's like some light coming in from above through crack in the floor. Roll the ladder. Open the trapdoor, crack, see what's around, see where it lets out. Are you guys still in the little kitchen room? I'm praying, yeah. 
How meditative is this prayer? Your eyes open? It's just a normal, like, uh, I'm knelt. I'm holding my amulet. Okay. And I am just silently praying. I'm okay. still aware, but okay. I'm like, You don't notice anything, but you see him. Is he facing away from me? Or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now that she's dealt with, do you want to go downstairs and see if we can figure out what's actually happening? <laughs> no, I think we should go back to bed and forget everything. That sounds like a terrible... Why would you suggest something? That's called sarcasm. Okay. I, I'm not good at detecting sarcasm. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to walk past you, and I'm just going to go downstairs. Hey, everyone. Uh, so, little girl's bed. She, she should be safe for whatever. The other guy that was here with us uh, <laughs> fell out the window and is dead. <laughs> There's got to be a necromancer here, or maybe it's nothing, and we all had a bad pint of ale last night. I think if there's something afoot, we need to see what it is. I mean, how do we know he jumped out a window? What if someone pushed him? That's right. <laughs> I'm the last person to see him. <laughs> that may be true. I Listen, do I look like I'm strong enough to push a man out of a window? Maybe it was... I don't answer. You, but maybe it was these undead. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe you should go detect the undead. Are you talking with your hands like that? Like, is your character talking a lot with their hands? No, I, actually, character hands pretty not it's not moving at all. <laughs> That's not creepy. That sets me <laughs> off even more. <laughs> Arms don't move a lot on this guy. <laughs> okay, I don't trust you. That's so. okay. While all this is going on, I'm still just looking through the trap door. <laughs> all right, do we want to go outside? or I mean, by, and by we, I mean ye. Okay, I'll hold up the rear. <laughs> if... If I don't see you, come outside. Cool, yeah, I'm, I'm a follow. <laughs> so I'm going to go to the door yep. and open it. You catch a glimpse outside of four of these things, and two of them turn right back to the door. I say something in Orgish, and then I charge them. Solid. Hell yeah, roll for initiative, y'all. 17. Oh, no. uh, 14. 15. 11. 5. <laughs> Ooh, your initiative's real Those good. fire rolls today, Kelly. <laughs> hey, but at least you convinced the child that you were their mother. Gross. Who's <laughs> to seal the deal? Like. <laughs> that doesn't make it sound any better. Uh, Tyler, you are first in initiative order. Closest one towards me. I'm going in with a long sword attack. Okay. 14. Uh, 14 hits. Roll damage. Six damage. Six damage. The one you didn't attack, it sees you go swinging at the one next to it, and uh, it turns to take a swipe at you with its, like, shambling, gross claws. <laughs> Jesus. 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. It just brings its fist right on the top of you and just chops you right in the neck. It does three damage. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you for that clean plate. All right. I am going to... Look at the one that's not attacking. I have my produced flame, so I'm going to put the flame in my hand, and I'm going to, in Infernal, yell at it, back to your maker with you, and I'm going to throw that flame right at his face. Hit it. So that's a 12 plus a 4 spellcasting, so 16. Beautiful. Uh, roll your damage. That is going to be 1d8 fire damage. That's a 6. It is pissed. <laughs> Solid. So I'll, uh, I'll reach into my bag at my hip pull out my wand, hand it to Peck, who will then use it and cast its one missile at it. Okay. It's a 12 to hit. 12 hits? Ooh. What did we decide? 1d4 plus spell attack? Yeah, spell so modifier? 2 plus 3, that's a 5 damage. Can you leave me in the cellar? Uh, 
I'm gonna leave the cellar, Ayo. but I'm gonna leave the cellar through the cellar door. That would put me behind the, to their back. Yep. Sick. I am going to get my short bow. Since I am behind them, I want a sneak attack. Okay. Woof. Eight, uh, nine, 10, so that'd be an 11. Does 11 hit? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 11 plus 3. 14 damage. Perfect. Uh, you sink your arrow just straight into its back, and it tips forward and stays on the ground. <laughs> I'll double tap those. All right. Well, there's only one enemy, so I'm going to go for him. Um, longbow. Well, it's definitely a 1. You got a 1? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> roll damage. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. What'd you roll? One. Oh, that's good because you shot Tyler. <laughs> you take one damage. So it's his fault. It is still like engaged with you, Cadmus, and so it, it's gonna roll to take a big slam swing at you again. Five. So it just it takes a big old whiff on you. Uh, I guess I'm just gonna take a swing down on uh, the guy who attacked me. Okay. I miss. That was a two. Plus what? Oh. Plus six. That hits. So eight. Wow. Yes. Nine damage. Oh boy! Killer. Um, literally. So it just like bit at me, so I kind of stepped out of the way. Yeah. I did a little flourish, striked it in the back. <laughs> and when it died, the words glowed. Glow. They glued. They glued again. They, the words glued. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, two of these things are just dead before you. It's like an arrow embedded in your chain mail. <laughs> And you can all see there are more of them paying you no mind. So we charge towards the group of them. Okay. No. Well, I was like, absolutely not. Uh, so I'm just looking at you guys up in a whisper shout. You guys, you guys good. Good. <laughs> this is real bad, guys. You guys had any uh, experience dealing with necromancy? Anyone who's been around this area, you've heard stories. Cities like Holyhead. This is a real and present fear, especially in the Moonshade Isles but all along the Sword Coast. So we definitely should have asked that little girl about. God, cool. No, that's cool though, you locked her away. Yeah, she's, she's fine. fine. <laughs> all right, um, you guys seem to be able to handle yourselves. Probably a, a good thing if we deal with this, right? Like if, if we stopped this attack, one might consider that like a, a good deed, right? Yes. Now that I think about it, this might be a good idea. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad we got your approval. But first, you mentioned there was someone dead from their window? Yeah, the guy. Maybe we should check to make sure that he hasn't become an undead. Like we should put an arrow in his head. Make sure that no one's going to be sneak attacking us. Okay, yeah, he, he fell out the back. I'm going to do a perimeter check. Sure. I'll, I'll stick with the with, with, uh, heavy guy with the armor. Okay. <laughs> are you going along? <laughs> yeah, sure. Great. Yeah. So at least <laughs> the three of you, are you going hard? Yeah. Okay. You guys make a sweep. Are you, what's your plan? Are you going to let them find you? No, I'm going to follow around behind him. So have we passed where I saw his body already? Roll stealth. Where I thought his dead body was. You are hitting it right now. Cool. Yeah, he's a zombie. He's not here, but he was lying here dead. I got a well, 13 on that stealth roll. Okay. I'm going to try to peek. That's perception or? Actually, yeah, perception. Let's do that. Uh, that would be a 20 then. Dirty 20. You hear behind you around the corner you just came around footsteps. So I'm going to follow around. Okay. Did I hear her coming? Did I have enough time to roll dexterity? And I'm going to, when I turn the corner, I want to have my hands on the yeah. quarter staff because I can only assume. Would that be I'm... dex or would it be acrobatics? 
Definitely not acrobatics unless you're <laughs> flipping onto the roof. Just a dex save for me. All these eights. Oh wait, no, my saving throw is plus five. So another 13. So you do, you see him, but he looks like he's trying to get out of there quick. <laughs> All right, I guess it would be a speed thing. Yeah, both of you roll straight dexterity. Oh. Oh, that's a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a critical fail. <laughs> you will talk to us. <laughs> Give us that character voice. You peek around the corner. You see him starting to run. He locks eyes with you and just trips hard. <laughs> just slams down onto the ground. But you are on him in an instant. Yeah. Were you the man we thought was dead? If you're talking about the man who was laying on the ground, then yes, that is me. Like, as, as quietly as I can, I'm going to signal for everyone else to come around. Okay. That's the dead guy. <laughs> well, he's not dead now. Prove it. <laughs> Did you just fall out a window? I leapt out a window, yes. <laughs> so why were you laying on the ground? Why were you standing over me? Did you push him out the window? Or is this a whose line is it anyway skit? <laughs> you can only ask questions. Did he push you out the window? No, he didn't push me out the window. So you fell out the window. Yeah, I, I, we, I've established this. Yes, I've fallen out the window. <laughs> hey, where's that little girl from before? <laughs> Where is that little girl from before? Uh, ask her. Uh, hey, hey, dead guy, real fast. Uh, what's your name? Uh, my name why is... Why did I tell you my, my name? My name's Elwyn. My dragon here's name is Peck, and you are... Just call me Ghost. Ghost. Cool. What are you other two people? Who are you? My name is Mira. Mira? Harp. Harp. And this is Cadmus, everyone. He's going to protect us. How do you know my name? <laughs> uh, like someone should go scout up ahead. I'll scout up ahead. All right. Yeah, dead guy can go. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you all make your way further into town with Ghost up ahead, finding the path of least resistance, you uh, you find yourself weaving between buildings by moonlight to keep your distance from a growing number of undead mindlessly wandering the streets. You're surprised that you don't encounter more resistance, especially with Cadmus jingling chainmail armor being loud enough to make you all worry about being detected. If the undead do hear you, though, they don't seem to care, which is fortunate because you're also able to note firsthand the ease with which these things seem to be destroying property. Slamming their bony hands into windows, unconcerned with the shattered glass tearing what's left of their skin, pulling apart crates in Central Plaza shopping district as if the woodworkers who built them forgot to use nails... For their muscles having succumbed to decay, they are surprisingly strong. The closer you get to the heart of town, the more clearly you can hear the commotion. You're not quite able to make out what anyone is saying, but you can hear quickened footsteps and shouting and the low rumble of people congregating in the, like, peristyle courtyard area in the open center of a large building nearby. There are a lot of people dressed similarly to you, Cadmus, and they're running around escorting townspeople from their homes to the large building you saw. Do I know of any paladin activity around here? Uh, yeah, you know from your stay in town so far that these paladins are the local guard in Port Crescent. Cool. They seem like a very safe people to be around. We should probably go say hello to them and ask them where the safest place to hang out is. Or we could help them. That'd be a good deed. Okay, let's go <laughs> see how we can help them then. Okay, uh, as you get up to the large three-story building, you hear this older Asimer paladin giving direction to the others inside the courtyard. His long silvered hair is pulled back very neatly, and his armor has clearly seen more wear than that of the others nearby. It's pretty obvious that he's in charge, and he's busy giving orders. 
And he turns around and he sees the group of you and it clearly catches him off guard momentarily. And he says, but why aren't you inside? Hands up. (laughs) Hands hands, hands are up. We've come from the wolf's head and there was a lot of undead around there. He says, yes, I'm quite aware. Please head inside Gianetto Square. The fortification plan is already underway. What what can you tell us about this? Is uh, got a necromancer afoot? He says, look, I'm sorry, but I don't have time to answer questions at the moment. I'm missing five of my men, and I'm wasting resources looking for them. If, if we found the five of them, would you consider that five good deeds? He quickly eyes you up and down as he does like a begrudging vibe check on all of you and says, you're either incredibly confident or incredibly naive, but I am running out of options. If you're willing to look for them, I... Yeah, I'd, I'd certainly appreciate that. Hey, guys, let's go find these five people. This sounds like a, an easy thing we could do. Where were they last seen? They shouldn't have been that far from here. I have two groups looking already, but not enough people to check South Fork Plaza. How, how would we know them from the other undead people? Uh, he just stands there and goes, they would look like this, <laughs> and gestures to himself. What does... um? Do they have any discerning features of, like, what type of paladin they are the symbol on their shields is a warhammer accompanied by two balancing scales and you would certainly know this to be the symbol of tyr uh t-y-r you'd likely know him as the lord of justice so do we want to we want to head that way the south way big man you want to lead us through sure wonderful okay you head to south fork plaza and it's not unlike central plaza where you just came through where there's a lot of stalls um vendors and stuff like that this one's a little more crowded. You can tell it's not as like high-end as some of the other places, but there's a lot of options. All of them are closed, but you can take a look around if you like. But there's no like guard activity in this area. You don't see anybody. Cool, 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 cool. I'm gonna do my last divine sense. Okay. You can still feel them to the east of you coming closer. Stay on your guard. I wanna look around for any signs of struggle. Do an investigation check. 21. Yeah. Um, you can tell, like, in the dirt, somebody was dragged to the mm-hmm. west somewhere. How big does the... They're big. Like, paladin size? Like, paladin size. <laughs> like, five paladin size? Like, at least one. Oh, okay. At least one. I guess we follow the trail. Agreed. Ghost? <laughs> Ghost really scares uh, Elwood. Does he really? Yeah. Roll intimidation. Ooh. <laughs> That was a natural talk. Yeah. Plus three. Yeah, 23. Oh, oh, yeah, real, real, real freaked out. There's something so wild about how confident and quiet he is that you can't understand as a person who has to tell everybody how great he is. Absolutely. (laughs) So you guys follow these tracks. Between the two of you, more nature inclined, you can follow these tracks well, and you come upon an unconscious paladin half underneath one of these market stalls. Is he alive? Yes. So, okay, so lay on hands. I have a pool of healing power that can restore 5 HP, and I can touch a creature to restore any number of hit points remaining in the pool. Or I can use all 5 to cure a disease or neutralize a poison. So I'm going to use 1 to wake him up. Yeah, okay. And he bolts upright and just kind of, like, is coming to grips with being awake. <laughs> what happened? What, what time is it? What, it's so dark out. It's about one in the morning. The town is getting ravaged by the dead. What do you remember last? Uh, We were 
playing Find the Lady over there. And he just points towards like one of these like seedier looking stalls. And it's just a table with like a cloth on it. And you could imagine, I mean, Find the ladies, the like three card game, like tell me where the queen is and I'll double your money. How long ago do you think that was? We had just eaten dinner. Do you have any idea where the rest of your troops could be? He's just grabbing his head and he doesn't look. He's gonna turn. He also only has one HP. Uh, <laughs> uh, do I recognize any of the effects as being magical? Roll nature, you and heart roll nature. It's a three. Kelly, you need new dice. Yeah, this is shit. Uh, 14. Okay, you're looking at him. His eyes are like dilated. And you have seen this sort of behavior before in birds and squirrels that have eaten berries that are like not good food. This man seems like he's been poisoned. Let's go. Let me take you back to your buddy. Yeah, sure. He'll probably be able to help you up. Let's take him back. Although this is where we take the infected guy back, then we leave, he turns, he kills all of them, they all are evil, they kill us. It's gonna get real bad. And then we blame you because it was just your idea. (laughs) You have a good deed. Can I suggest a a huddle? Mm -hmm. A huddle? A huddle. A huddle. Oh, without him? him into it? No, without him. Without me. I lay him back down on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, sorry, bro. We just picked you up because you're gonna come with us. He looks really confused, but he does lay back down and just kind of waits for your help again. (laughs) Just cover your ears. Uh, he just slowly, like, raises his hands up and just meekly covers his ears, but you can tell he can definitely still hear you. (laughs) As quietly as I can. Do you think we should at least restrain him? him? (laughs) We're not killing him. I I just was trying to see if that's what she was asking. No, but I don't want to kill him. That'd be a bad deed. Tie his hands or something. We don't know what this poison might do to him. Yeah, you got some rope on you? I do. Okay, Ty. Pull some out of my explorer's pack. So Ghost, you to... want to... I feel like you'd be good with the rope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know what you're insinuating here, but... Sure, I'll, t- I'll tie this poor guy up. I'm just, no, I'm just trying to make you do something bad, too. I don't think we should tie up him. What do you suggest, then? We just take him back. But what if what if he's poisoned? What if he's going to turn into one of those things? We're going to leave him there and then leave. <laughs> They'll be more than, like, capable of taking Like the other five people who are more than capable while they're playing. You're kind of huddled up and you're focused on talking to each other. You just hear him start to, uh, uh, and you, you can hear him, like, scuttling backwards. And you turn around and you see another one of those gross hands just scuttling towards him. Uh... Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> On that little hand? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, go ahead. 7 plus 5, 12. 12 hits. Roll that uh, d10. 1d10. damage. It's uh, 3 plus 3, 6 damage. Perfect. It explodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to note while I'm doing this, I'm also jumping away. <laughs> and jumping. No, away. hands at the side. <laughs> How are you Eldritch Blasting? From? Okay, Eldritch Blast does have. A verbal and somatic component. Absolutely. So how are you doing this? I'm like, peck, and peck, peck does it. And peck just like puts his hands yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Peck, peck's hands are out and I jump back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. You blast this thing and it is just dust. There's a small, tiny crater in the dirt. <laughs> Perfect. And the paladin is just wide-eyed, like, he is aware of the attacks that have been happening, but like, he hasn't had to see any of this yet. Hey, we did it. We did it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Did it leave little fingerprints? <laughs> do you want to check? I do want to check. Roll investigation. 
Uh, what'd you got? A nine. A nine. Um, you're not entirely sure. Can I roll an investigation? Sure. I rolled a, a 21 on that investigation check. Oh, okay. It, it leaves weird tracks. And this is, you weren't like ready for this in your normal tracking mirror, but like it's got little points and then it slides like on the heel of its palm. So there is like a weird tiny little trail where it was going. I'm gonna follow that trail. Okay. Do you, does anyone else go? I'll just follow. I imagine I don't see him leaving. Oh, I wish we need to take, oh, where, they're, they're gone. Okay. <laughs> and then we follow. Guy, you come with us. That's a great idea. He, he like sort of is Did like struggling to get up. You proposed leaving him here. But he I proposed like, leaving him with the paladins. <laughs> <laughs> He's able to stand himself up and kinda of hobble over towards you guys. Onward. Great. Uh, you follow the trail down a couple of the alleyways. There is the tip of a sword coming out from one of the alleys that branches off. There is for sure a paladin slumped against the wall. Is he alive? Yeah, he's alive. Unconscious? He's unconscious. But he's not, like, on death's door or anything. I'm gonna give him a health point. Okay. Are we gonna long rest after this? Because you're gonna be useless. (laughs) Well, I I can only do so much anyways. I'm gonna give him a health point. Uh, He wakes up, too. And he is similarly confused about how dark it is. He sees his buddy. Yeah, he does see his buddy, and they both look at each other and... The paladin you guys first came upon tells the other one, "It's It's here. They're here. The second paladin, like, slowly, he puts a shield down and, like, stands up against it, looks at him and says, where are the others? What, what, do, you, what do you remember? I don't... Hey, uh, hey, Cadmus, as a paladin, if you were to get knocked unconscious, would you might know how it happened? Most of the time. There we go. You do notice that he's got that same buggy eye thing going on. Are you guys capable of healing each other? <laughs> <laughs> Because I recommend doing it. Yeah. The, say, has everybody already started? And yes. just kind of like point. Yes. We'll go. All right, can you do me a favor? Mm. A, when you get there, let them know. And uh, Wolf's Head Inn, the daughter of the Tavern Keep, is still there up in the, up in, upstairs. They're not going to remember. What? Why? Uh, because her parents were gone and we didn't want to bring her out to a, a place full of zombies. What do you think? Are there undead Everywhere. Open your senses, man. <laughs> Alright, I reach into my bag. Yeah. Pull out a parchment. Uh-huh. Quickly jot down. Wolf set in. Yeah. Okay. Daughter. Help her. Uh-huh. These guys might be zombies. Roll that up and go, give this to the head guy who's yelling all the orders. <sighs> Don't lose it. Wait, before you go, dinner, what did you have? Do you remember? South Fork Plaza. But you don't remember where it was? Can we walk back with us? You pointed out to us as you head on back. Do you want me to deliver this? And he like waves the note at Yes, you. go, go. This may sound crazy, but I think we should check out that food stand. They looked poisoned and that's what they had in common was they ate dinner together. I'd say it's a good start to check there. Let us go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys are able to find the northwest corner of this square. There's one stall that looks like right on top of several of the other stalls. Like it was just kind of crammed in there. And they said it was new. So you can figure it must be this one. It has been kind of like dismantled quickly. It's like a cabinet sort of a situation, like a table. And underneath there's some like doors for storage. A couple of vials in there. Empty. That's about it. Is there any kind of remnant in the vial? Yeah, you could make a nature check. Uh, that's another 17. Uh, and you can tell this is like a toxin derived from the forest. There's something in here that you would recognize. Like it's a mild toxin. Whoever owned this stand was poisoning these guards. 
I want to also, I want to take the vial mm-hmm. in like a cloth and just keep it Hold in the bag. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, you also see some like boot tracks and they look a lot like the plate boots that the other paladins were wearing. And there's three of them headed off down one of the alleys. Four. Let's go. Yeah. So you guys walk down this alleyway and um, with your check from earlier, you're able to find three paladins unconscious well, good thing at I the have end of a dead end alley. I have three points left. Just maybe only bring one of them back. You don't necessarily got to burn anything off. No. They're just unconscious. They're, just unconscious. They're not so like... Let's just try to wake them up. What if I took my water ski and my explorer pack and I just splashed them all in the face a little bit? All three of them just jolt awake. Solid. Glad you used the two hit points. Glad I used my two hit points. I'm not going to tell you not to. <laughs> he didn't tell you they weren't dead. I'm also the only one hurt. <laughs> I haven't healed myself yet. So you're in this like, um, you know the alley where Cap and Bucky fight as kids? Where it's like a dead end on one end for no good reason. Just for funsies. <laughs> They're at the end of one of those sort of situations. And you go down, you splash your water. They wake up. They're looking around. And one of them just wide-eyed points behind you roll for initiative. Oh, shoot. So I'm still keeping up the rear? Yeah, because the rear would now be the... Solid. So I'm in the rear with a real low roll. Yeah, so I'm going to get a murdered. <laughs> you know that. What do we got? 15 to 20 initiative. Who hit that? 22. Oh, I got an 11. <laughs> 10. I also got 10. I got a nine. Cool beans. You guys turn around and it's horrifying, honestly. It is far more decayed than the things that you've seen already to the point that there's nearly no flesh or skin on it. But what is left on it is leather armor that it apparently wore in life that hasn't decayed quite as fast, carrying a small shield and a short sword. Uh, First in the order, Casey... Since I can't sneak attack it because I'm mm-hmm. in front of it, I'm just going to hang back and use my uh, my short bow. Because that's the arrow that came from earlier. Hey, that arrow <laughs> looks familiar. <laughs> uh, that is a four. Sorry, plus deck, so seven. Okay. You draw back your bow, take aim, and you let loose, and it just flies straight past the shambling horror's head. Hey, at least you didn't hit one of us. This thing, um, it comes at you and it rears back like really lazily and sh- like tries to swing at you with its sword. Oh, jeez. 22 to hit? Hits. <laughs> okay. Three damage. Uh, so you guys see as it slices into me, puff, and all the clothing and the backpack falls to the ground. And Peck is just left floating in the air. And oh. he just turns and goes... Oops. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. I'm playing as Peck. I knew it. <laughs> so, he's just an unseen servant. That's why he wears all the clothes, but he only has one HP, so as soon as anything hits him, <laughs> as he disappears. As, as soon as you said, when Tyler asked you if you're talking with your hands, as soon as you said, nope, there's this down to the side, I was like, it's the fucking dragon. That's why Peck was doing all the, all the magic. Hey, you'll get his back. You'll get his backstory about why he's a pseudo dragon at some point. Uh, okay. Um, that's this like skeleton bro's turn. I would like to try to hit him with thorn whip. Okay. Right on the arm that's holding the sword. Hit it. Oh, that's a nat twenty plus four. Oh, all right. Roll whatever the damage is. Double the die, but don't double the modifier. Okay. I think that's just how we're gonna do it. Well, that's a one, so good thing we're doubling that. That's two. <laughs> okay. Uh, I do in turn pull him closer to us, though. How, like, just right up on... It says... 
pack up right over my, my it clothes. It says up to 10 feet, so I'm going to try not to pull him too close. You don't have to gonna... necessarily. If it says up to, I think you will say you can okay, choose. Okay, then I just kind of want to whip him then instead of... Okay. Um, next in the order, Kelly. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I think it was a two. Well, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I was going to use uh, the spear. Okay, roll again. Okay. All right, all right. I'm not gonna mess this up. Oh, now it's a three <laughs> plus three. So it's six. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. You jab forward with the spear and it just glances it off of its shield. Chandler. And so I'm hovering in the air. I, I can explain this at some point. Eldritch Blast. <laughs> oh my God. Blows five, that'd be a 13 to hit. Perfect, you hit. Ooh, nine plus three, uh, 12 damage. You push it back and you can just see like armor flying off of it. Its sh- uh, shield unbuckles and flies off of its arm and its head just snaps straight backwards and it falls to the ground. Um, and the <laughs> paladins are still just kind of like in shock. I was gonna have them get up and help, but like we never got to it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, can someone collect the clothing and the mask and put that in the bag? I, I can't cast my Unseen Servant again right now, and, and maybe someone carry my bag. You've really endeared yourself to these folks. They're definitely going to help you. <laughs> maybe. Cadmus. Come on, you're helping a guy out. Hey, why, don't you, uh, why don't you call the Inkeep's daughter? She'll maybe she'll help you. <laughs> um, let me read this personality trait. Are you ready? Yeah, because I've been going very specifically by this. Yeah. I judge people by their actions, not their <laughs> words. So I'm just gonna stand there and look, look at you I'm, like I'm trying. Okay, what can I do? I'm a size of a cat. I used to be. Oh, I used to be great, man. I was, uh, I was an elf. You know, pretty good looking, I guess. It's at least what my mom told me when I was young, <laughs> before she sent me off. Can you just help me out, please? Okay, I'll collect this stuff. Okay, put it all in the bag. Throw it over my shoulder. Come here. I'm just going to grab that wand out of the bag. Thanks. I need my wand. It's my focus and also my weapon because I don't have a... Can't have a sword or a bow. It's basically... It's a reskin bow. Mm -hmm. It shoots one magic missile. So this one's like a little homebrew that's like... It shoots 1d4 and I have to make a ranged spell attack. Yeah. So he's got to aim. Yeah. Got to aim. At least there's that. So what do you all remember? What was that? <laughs> it looked like a undead thing. You guys are paladins. You've seen something like this before. And they're all like, you can see the dawning realization, like, we're going to have to do our jobs here pretty soon. Oh, man. Dog, dog. Can't play that, uh, find the lady anymore. It seems like you did a lot of not thinking today. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, was that in character? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do I notice the eye thing? Yeah. The berry? Same, same sort of deal. And let me guess, you had dinner in the northwest corner? Yeah, we all ate together. What do you remember about the person who sold you the food? She was short and covered. You boys are the brightest ones. But look at how big my biceps are, though. <laughs> how big of his biceps? How big? Uh, let's roll. Let's roll for biceps. Um, he got 11 plus 3. He's got Ooh. 14 on the bicep check. <laughs> so he's not, like, perfect, but, but like... But, like, I'm intimidated. Yeah, roll for bicep. <laughs> uh, roll just roll a d20 plus strength. Point. What was that? That was a 14. My strength is plus four. <laughs> so 18. So you were like very clearly bigger than him and you're just like, yeah, okay, sure. So do you guys, uh, how about we go back to your boss, uh, see what he thinks of all this. Maybe we'll tell him about what's happened. Uh, maybe that's a lead we can get. You're going to tell him that, uh, that we helped with the, uh, and he like points to the body. Would you consider it a good deed to tell him that you helped? 
I consider it a lie for sure, but a good one. No, I won't tell him that then. <laughs> I'm especially not going to tell him that, and you should be ashamed of yourself for lying. <sighs> All right. And so they start walking towards Juneau Square. All right. I've, I, I assume we're following them. Yeah, we're going back. Cool, you guys get back to Janetta Square. Uh, the two paladins that you rescued prior are looking a whole heck of a lot better. They're still a little dinged up. They've got their wits about them. They aren't, like, wide-eyed anymore? Nah. Poison's you, wearing off. Yeah, you can definitely tell that somebody did some, like, healing on them while... Someone used their lay-on hands. They used all five. The grizzled, like, older paladin with the less shiny armor walks up to you and says, Well... I didn't expect it, but I suppose I owe you my thanks. I'm just... Also, you're a dragon now. I shapeshifted into a pseudo-dragon to help. He seems really preoccupied with making sure everything is accounted for here and barely looks at you all as he watches his guards securing the square. Did you guys get the, the daughter? He looks over into the corner of Giannetto Square and there is Pacifica, the mother. She has already been, like, kind of corralled into this safe place. Uh-huh. And she recognizes you all as her patrons and runs up, like, have you seen my daughter? <sighs> we left a note for the guard to go get her. We left her safely in the inn. You left her alone? In D&D. At what, at what age are you? They're humans. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> they're fine. She can stay at home alone in a zombie apocalypse. That's more the part that I'm concerned with right now. (laughs) And she just let you leave her there? Yeah, she was very brave. (laughs) That's really unlike her, but okay. We we told him to go get her. A daughter in tavern. These two might be zombies. That doesn't spell it out for her. How many taverns do you think there are in this town? Uh, I turned to the guard captain. What is your name? If you want to to write it out, I'll spell it for you. It's Anseal Eleron. A-N-S-I-E-L-E-L-A-R-A-N. And he is the captain. For sure. How does he feel about me? Or has he not noticed yet? Do you still have your hood up? I have a hood up, but it's still a little extended. And the eyes. He doesn't really pay any much attention. So your boys, they ate at this new food place. It knocked them unconscious. And they were feeding him this. I pulled a vial out. Somebody poisoned my guards? And if they're feeding for free, I'm sure she wanted to poison much more than five of them. She? They said she was small and concealed, and that's all they could remember. Right now, we have to protect the citizens in this square, just as the other paladins are doing all throughout the city. We don't exactly know what's coming, but we can feel it. And he turns to you, Cadmus. You can feel it too. It's at that point, from above you, you hear a paladin shout down, They're nearly here! At the ready! and everyone begins to mobilize. The townsfolk begin to back away from the one and only entrance to the square, towards the back wall, and some of them elect to seek higher ground up the stairs on the second and third floor walkways that overlook the courtyard. The paladins, on the other hand, move forward, creating a loose shield wall tight enough to form a defensive block, but with enough gaps between them to let others out of formation. Draw my sword, I say, look tall. <laughs> that means for victory. <laughs> <laughs> Anseal makes a face for a moment as he realizes you mean to fight and not stay safely inside with the others. He shouts briefly to a group of paladins in the back of the formation nearby, and they run over to the group of you drawing their swords. It seems you'll need to be taken care of then. And you're not sure what to expect, but you're caught off guard when they quickly encircle you and raise their swords high above your heads. But before you can even think to react, you feel warmth 
spread through your bodies and your vitality returns to you rapidly. You're all healed to full health and all your spell slots are back. Ansel gives a stern, somehow soft look to the group of you and says, get ready then. And a slight smile crosses his face. I'm gonna get on that fountain. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you climb straight up to the top and there is like a little flat middle part. I joined the, uh, the other paladins. Okay. Uh, I also want to go to a roof. Do you wanna be on the second floor? Still is open to the inside of the square. There's just like a big walkway if you wanna be up there or you can share a spot with her. No, I'll go on the, on okay. the walkway. I'm gonna be in the line of paladins, but I wanna be kind of like behind, behind the him. shield. Yeah. Okay. Uh, half cover, you get plus two to AC Perfect. if you're behind their shields. Is there like a stack of boxes near somewhere that I can be sitting on where I'm not too high in the air? Peck is also afraid of heights. <laughs> the dragon's afraid of heights, yes. Okay. Uh, there's like little planter boxes. Uh, I'll land on top of one of those just okay. so that way I'm like at a Three decent four since, feet since off I don't the ground. Have my, my unseen servant to sit on. Okay, roll initiative. Ooh. 17. 17, Kelly? 21. 21. Uh-huh. I got a 10. 10. I got a three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, you all get into your positions just as you hear from the top of the roof, incoming! And as you shift your focus to the wide opening of the courtyard, you see three figures shambling towards the shield wall. Kelly, you're ready and waiting at your vantage point on top of the fountain's small covering. What are you doing? Longbow, because I'm up there. I can't <clears throat> launch the spirit in coming back. Boy, am I just useless. It is a five. Five. Uh, yeah, you shoot wide just to the right of your target. Fandrin, you're even higher up, and from between the pillars on the open walkway, you watch as Hart begins to take aim and loses her arrow. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to use my short bow. Okay. Um... Uh, that's a nine with my bonus. Yeah, yeah. you hit. Uh, of the three, which are you aiming at? Uh, I'm going to go for the one in the middle. It's a seven damage. Beautiful. You sink an arrow straight into the torso of the one in the center and watch as it slows briefly, registering the hit kind of late, and then it continues to lumber up to the shield line, and it brings its gnarled fists up and slams them down onto the paladin next to you, Cadmist. Oh, it hits for sure. Uh, 22 to hit, and it does five damage as its surprising strength rattles the paladin's shield arm. Uh, Peck, you're probably kind of rattled yourself seeing this. What are you doing? Uh, I'll just blast the one on the left. Uh, that is a 13 to hit. It hits. Sweet d10. Uh, nine damage. Nice. Uh, Mira, you feel a slight heat from Peck's blast as it sails over your shoulder and strikes one of the oncoming undead. Uh, what are you doing? I am going to produce flame, conjure it up in my hand, and like lean in between some of the paladins and try to throw it at okay. the rightmost one. Okay. An 11. 11 hits. It's gonna be a four. Yeah, you singe this thing pretty good. And as you're doing so, the rightmost one on the other side of the space from you makes its way up to the shield line and it's directly in front of you, Cadmus. And it swings back to hit you. And it completely whiffs. It just smacks straight into your shield and yeah, you block it easily. 
What do you do, Tyler? Um, I'm just going to attack it with the long sword. Okay. 23. <laughs> 23 definitely hits. Nine damage. Great. Also, feel free to like add flavor text to your swings and stuff. That's totally cool. I, I, I kind of I block off the other one and then turn it around and like swing up with my sword and hit it. Amazing. I love that. Uh, it's the rightmost one's turn now, and it finally makes its way up to the shield wall after being temporarily slowed by Mira's fire. Uh, it slams itself into the closest paladin. It crit fails. <laughs> it throws its body so hard forward that it loses its balance and falls prone. Kelly, what's Harp doing? She's pretty pissed at this point. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she's going to aim the middle one again. Okay. Um, that was a uh, 14. Oh, 14 hits for sure. Okay. And yeah. then it is a five, 10. 10, nice. Uh, okay, Fandrin, you are knocking an arrow after firing your last one, and you hear Harp's shot slam into the middle target. Uh, its movement is really labored after that. What are you doing? I'm going to shoot an arrow at the right one. Okay. Uh, 18. Oh, yeah, you you didn't even need advantage for it being prone. Uh, roll damage. Uh, eight damage. Dang, my dude. Yeah, you hear your arrow make contact even from way up here on the second floor landing, and uh, as it does, the undead in the middle makes a pained swing at the paladin in front of it again. Oh, crit. Um, it slams its arms into this paladin and deals only four damage, but it catches the paladin off guard and staggers him slightly. Uh, Peck... As this paladin slouches down from the blow, you can tell you'd be able to get a clear shot over his shoulder if you move to the adjacent planter. Give a couple flaps and then land over there. Okay. And then uh, Elders Blast, the one on the ground. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, roll with advantage. Uh, 15 to hit. Okay, yeah, it hits. And that is uh, five damage. Okay. Really out here bringing the damage. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not looking great for them, especially the one that's prone uh, Mira, you're still looking through the gaps in the shield wall, and you can see that this one is on death's door. Like, again. <laughs> yeah, I want to step in, and I just want to try to whack him with the quarter okay. staff. Oh, well, a seven and a crit fail, so we're going to go with the seven. What's your strength? Oh, that's a zero. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, there's just something about the angle you're attacking from. You couldn't quite land your hit. Um, the leftmost one is still engaged with Cadmus, and it's going to take a swing. <laughs> Two? <laughs> oh, that hits. That's not hit. <laughs> uh, that means it's your turn, Tyler. What's Cadmus doing? I'm going to attack back at it. We're having a duel. 14 plus 5. That hits. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 damage. Yeah, you cleave it diagonally in half like it's a damn grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so when I do that, the words glow. Are you Katana and you're just like taking their souls? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Things only happen when things die. He's, he's charging up a real powerful attack. He'll slam it down in a second and like... Yeah. Um, okay, so the Ramos one stands slowly and painfully, and that's like all it can kind of muster on its turn. It just kind of uses its whole action to stand up and not be on the ground like a dork. <laughs> what a loser. Kelly, hit me. All right. You taking a, taking a shot? Definitely still shooting. Nope, she's not shooting. What is it? She must have fallen off the fountain because she got a one. A one? Yeah, well, I guess, okay. Uh, I duck. I duck. I've been shot again. <laughs> I'm, I'm hiding. Just make me fall off the fountain. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me a deck save. 16. Yeah, 16. Plus five? 
Yeah. Okay. Um, you aim at your target, and just before you're able to loose your arrow, the old fountain starts to crumble a tiny bit, like it wasn't meant to hold a person or something. And you lose your footing as your arrow flies over the top of the building while you fall. Uh, but you're able to catch yourself, and you're dangling off the edge. Okay, I'm going to go for the middle one then. Okay. Still on that arrow game. Now there's only one of us. <laughs> ten to hit. Uh, ten hits. Uh, that'll be ten damage. You sink an arrow into it, and it just falls back and just stays on the ground. Chenandler. If I, if I have an angle on the very last one, I'll just Eldritch Blast it. Uh-huh. Say 18 to hit. 18 hits. Uh, that is six damage. When it does it, like, the the blowback from the, the wind kind of, like, my wind push you back a little go, bit? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it falls, like, slightly to the side, catches itself, and pushes its way through the break in the shield line. Guy's almost got that one. Uh, he's almost gone. At this point... You do see another something. Another in the something. Distance. How far Direct. in the distance? Wieners. It is about as far as these ones were when they started. <laughs> we're actually not starting a new campaign. This is actually the dragon comes and kills us. This is this is a one shot. Thing I made two characters. <laughs> <laughs> this one has a ten page backstory. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you say they're about thirty feet from us? Yeah, thirty feet. Let's say that. Perfect. I'm gonna produce a flame <laughs> in my hand. Okay. And I am going to throw it as far as I can at the far one. Okay. Roll the attack. attack. 11. Uh, so your flame sails over the shield bearers, and your aim is spot on, but the figure in the distance raises a sword that gleams in the approaching firelight and just slices through it. And it breaks apart in a small flurry of flickering flames. And as it does, the figure is briefly illuminated in this dancing light. It's... Size alone would be daunting enough, but it is also carrying a large sword and a sturdy-looking shield and boasting some half-decent armor, and this thing is pretty gnarly. It's what I was hoping for. I was like, man, hope they hope they look gnarly. Mm, <laughs> rad. Hope they look Do rad. Did you roll for gnarly? I did roll for gnarly. I, wait, how big's their bicep? <laughs> They're bodacious. Do you bodacious? want me to roll for it? Bodacious? Actually, I can't roll for it. It doesn't have, like, any flesh, really, to talk about, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, Tyler, hit me. Zero body fat, nice. Um, so is there, there's still one like There's still in one, yeah, and it just broke through the shield wall. I'm a whack it. Okay. I either that's a seven. a seven or a one. Whatever. The one's there, that's a seven. Okay. Maybe consider 13. using a different d20. Thirteen hits. Seven. You just cleave this thing. It's wild how so much you we're, cleave We're standing thing. there, we got the shield, it breaks through like a jerk. And then I turn around and thwack it. <laughs> Do you call it a jerk? And then the sword glows. But did you call it a jerk? I don't know. You don't speak Orcish. Yeah, I do. Do you really? No. Oh. Does anyone? Oh, no, I actually don't. <laughs> I know one phrase in Orcish. I just know a bunch of swears in Orcish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I speak uh, um, common and elvish. An arrow just flies through the opening in Giannetto Square above the paladins. What is your AC? 14. It just scrapes the side of your shoulder and sticks into the wall behind you. But in the distance, past the one you saw a moment ago, you see another one of these really gnarly skeletons, and it's got a short bow. Kelly, you are dangling precariously from the edge of the top of the fountain. Nice. Um, I guess I'll climb back up. Okay. Longbow it again. Okay. Which one? Um... 
Let's do the one with the shield. Okay. Why not? 14. 17. 17 hits. Eight. Yeah, killer. Uh, you climb back into your precarious little perch and you quickly fire off an arrow at this new threat and just sink it straight into its armor. Uh, what is Fandrin doing? I'm gonna take a shot at the douchebag that shot at me. <laughs> Kelly? But first, can I, can, I pull, can I pull his arrow out of the wall and shoot it back at him? You know what? I'm gonna say <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck me. Is that what you asked him? <laughs> uh, that's a three plus my deck, so six. Okay. The arrow you pull out of the wall, it's a good arrow, but um, when you yank it out and you knock it, it's not until you let loose that you realize some of the fletching is like really bent out of shape. It just kind of goes off to the side of where you expected it to go. So he's going to pick it up next and shoot it back at you. You guys are just going to trade this arrow back and forth. <laughs> All right, Peck. Cool. I'm going to aim at the guy with a bow. Okay. So I'm going to Eldridge Blast him. Uh, that is uh, six plus five. That's 11 to hit. Um, and you hit it kind of square in the chest, uh-huh. but your magic like dissipates like off of it. Like it's tiny bits of armor were just enough. I want to use my movement to move back to the box as I was on earlier. Okay. This is... Enemy number four. Sword bro, yeah? Yes. I think it's going to kind of try and break through that line and take a swing at you. Okay. We're going to see if it's any good though. Jesus. 19 plus four. Okay. It's going to hit... Four damage. Well, that's gonna hit pretty hard. It's gonna hit pretty hard. Yeah. It does take a takes a real good slash at you. But it is your turn now. I think I'm gonna uh, cast Thorn Whip. Whip it real good. Crit <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Um, I think you're so startled by being hit that you go to summon this whip. And you just don't. But you do swing, and there's just nothing in your hand. Does it whip back and hit her in the face like Indiana Jones? (laughs) She just does not summon anything, but tries to swing with that nothing. (laughs) Tyler. Uh, Ten. I was attacking Big Boy. Big Boy, um, he raises up his shield and blocks your your sword, which takes some doing, because you ain't... I mean, you got 18 biceps. I know, I got 18 (laughs) biceps once I've... Uh, okay. Guess you didn't bicep high enough. This, the, the archer that you shot its arrow back, it like watches the arrow fly past it, recognizes that it's its own arrow, and it's man. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't actually have a quiver, it just dislodges an arrow that's jammed into the back of its rib cage and it fires it off at you. 14? AC's 14. Ooh, boy, okay. You are like hit with this arrow. It just is blunt but it was a clean shot. You've definitely, maybe should get like a Titanic shot or something now. (laughs) It doesn't break through your armor, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, (laughs) All right, didn't move. Still up on that phallic. Still up up there, yep, okay. I'm not going Which one are you shooting at? Uh, Beefy. Okay. Um, It is a 12. (laughs) A 12 just barely doesn't hit. Good lord. I got a quick question about the monsters. Yes. What's their weakness? Mm-hmm. How many hit points do they have? We'll give you, as a paladin, what's their weakness? If you can roll... <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, let's do Arcana. Oh, that's a negative. Uh, 16. This is how paladins have been dealing with skeletons forever. Bludgeoning damage. Knock them apart. 
It's not like arrows are hurting them any less. It's not like swords are hurting them less, but it could probably hurt them more if you had like a hammer. I have a special quiver oh, that has, full of hammers. Uh, <laughs> has, has arrows with, with boxing gloves on the front. Are you, are you also Ghost Spider while being the Green Arrow? No, green I'm, Arrow, I'm, Hawkeye? I'm, I'm Ghost Eye. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's fine. It wouldn't happen. Go back for my Duel of the Fates, bro. Sounds good. Oh, that is a nat 20. Oh boy. Uh-oh. Roll that damage and double it. Uh, so that's a 15. Oh my god. For damage. You sink your arrow just like straight into its open mouth. <laughs> it is a skeleton. You're not getting it in a trachea or nothing. <laughs> but like, it pulls its head so far back that it almost stumbles over. It is not looking good for your dual partner. <laughs> Can I roll for trachea? There's no trachea. Don't roll for trachea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thought, I was, thought I was gonna get it. Uh, Chandler, it is your turn though. Uh, Alright, so... Yeah, I'm Archer Guy again. Okay. Uh, that is a 14 to hit. Uh, 14 hits. All right, going in with that Eldritch Blast. Uh, that is uh, seven damage, four yeah. plus three. Oh, it just, you, the bones are flying, just explode. That trachea flying? There's no trachea still. <laughs> you know what? If you had rolled a 20, I'd have made a trachea fly. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> I killed him? You did. You would stole you cons- it right out from under... I would not. You stole it right out from <laughs> you under... You would consider that a good deed? Is it a good deed if he's, like, being selfish about it? That's, That's wow. a good place. Wow. <laughs> being super wow. selfish about maybe, it. Maybe you've started to see my character traits. <laughs> this big sword boy, uh, he thinks he's got you on the ropes. He's going to swing again. Great. He nat ones, though, real hard. And he swings his sword with so much momentum that when it misses you, it embeds into the ground. And as he tries to take another swing, the sword stays in the ground with his wrist. (laughs) (laughs) His hand is stuck clasping the sword that's jammed into the ground. What are you doing, Beckham? All right, I'd really like to smack him with the cord. Please do. That's better. Eleven. Uh, 11 does not hit. No. You just kind of, you... Tap him. I mean, you aim well. It's just not enough to get through his shield. Um, Cadmus is right by as Mira is locked in battle with this huge undead. What are you doing? I'm going to try to get in, in between them. Can I get in between them? Yeah, I mean, Becca, are you cool if he, like, pushes you out of the way? That wouldn't really be a perfect No, I was going to say, if you're going to let it happen, that's totally fine. You can okay. push her out of the way and get right where she was and okay, be next to him. The solid. Good roll. That was a one that time. That was so a natural I missed, one. I missed regardless. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that one. Um, okay. Um, yikes. <laughs> Try to be a good person. Maybe. There's only like one thing, though. Oh, no. I throw my sword. That's fine. Yeah, you chuck that bad boy like <laughs> way, like so far, though. At, roll another strength for me. I mean, he does have 18 bicep. That's a 19. Okay. <laughs> Plus four strength. Yeah. You do huck your sword real far, though. That's the thing. Uh, okay, <laughs> Kelly. There's been a lot of nat ones tonight, y'all. Do I still have movement? Yeah. I'm going to run after my sword. Okay, do you want to take that opportunity attack? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sword's very important, too. He misses. Great. You rolled a three. You're good. Did I make it to my sword? Uh, yeah, it's 20. What do you roll? A 20-something? It's 20-something feet away. I can't pick it up, but I, I ran over to my sword. You can pick it up. Okay. Yeah. Is it chipped? No. It's fine. <laughs> it's in two pieces. Kelly, what you got? Uh, longbow gun. I'm pretty sure that was obvious, but yeah. just in case. It's a 15. Yeah, that hits. Okay, here we go. 
It's an eight. Okay, nice. Um, so long bow from harp, let me guess. Short bow from fan? Keeping up with that short bow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it hits. <laughs> it's a 22. Do you want a DM or like what's the DM? <laughs> You could, you could be oh, a go, ghost hit hawk. Oh, ghost perfect. Seven damage. Oh, you know I'm all about that Elvish blast. <laughs> I figured you would be. I say, uh, in Elvish, mm-hmm. please be a good deed. <laughs> Beautiful. 12 plus 5, uh, 17. Yeah, hit. that hits. That was technically a roll. Uh, 4 plus 3, 7 damage. Okay. You blast it square in the head, and you almost wish you weren't watching so closely because it's neck swings to the side at a really wild angle and it drops its shield to the ground. But then just as it looks like it's about to fall over, it rights itself and uses its one good arm to reach up and just wrench its head back into place. It's still definitely not quite in the right spot, but it doesn't seem to mind. That's fine. I'm further away from it. It's not going to come after me. It's got undead fortitude, and it rolls after it It dies to try and live some more. Oh, sweet. Glad it gets to live some more. Yes. Um, I do the same thing. Now that its shield hand is empty, it's going to spend its action to pull its sword free from the ground. Mira, you have a front row seat to this disgusting ordeal. Um, What do you do? Keep trying to swing at it. I did not hit it. What'd you get? A six. Um, it don't. You swing at it and it blocks with its sword that it just picked back up. Uh, Tyler. All right, now that I got my sword. I'm Glad gonna, we got that back. Very important. I'm going to run up to the back of the big boy. Yeah, sure. And attack it. Are you yeah, flanking I'm it? Flanking. Yeah. Oh, shoot. 14 plus something. Uh, 20. Yeah, 20 hits. Guys, 20 hits. <laughs> Man, good to know. <laughs> Two. Wait, is this a seven? I need a new dice guy. I use one of the uh, other I die. Have a bag full, Doc. <laughs> 11. Okay. Uh, you swing hard, and apparently it hadn't really secured the head back on well because it just tumbles off when you make contact. <laughs> but just like before, it doesn't go down like you'd expect. Uh, Kelly, you're up. Kelly, go pick up the head and talk to it. Okay. 21. 21 hits. Nine. Okay, here we go. Hey, Kelly. How do you kill this thing? Oh, Oh, I don't know. It's kind of hard to do it on a fountain. Do it. Yeah, is it? (laughs) You know. How does your arrow hit it? Do you do a flip down and shoot or something? Can I? Do whatever you want. You just want. (laughs) Oh, man. Yes. All right. She pulls a hood back and then she pulls back, launches, and then does like a flip because she knows it's gonna, it's gonna hit. <laughs> she like cheers even though it didn't even hit so him. So you yet. like shoot it? Yeah. Um, and you do a flip off of the top of this thing yeah. and you land with your back to the <laughs> enemy that you just shot at and you just put your bow on your back like we're done here you didn't look to confirm <laughs> but you're positive so what actually happened she shoots tyler <laughs> uh pet holds up a 10 <laughs> you hear 
a large bell ringing. Oh, is that the wee one bell? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you gather from all the other paladins loosening up at the sound of it and patting each other on the back that that must be the all clear. What, was this like a test? <laughs> no, but you did help secure your area, and the bell sound is coming from the roof of Gianetto Square. And it doesn't take long before you start to hear similar bells ringing from all over Port Crescent. Different pitches seem to denote different districts, and the feeling of relief from the guards and townsfolk here is palpable. In this in this respite, I would like to uh, use my spell slot that we got back, cast Unseen Servant, have him yeah. put the clothing back on, and then be back on top of... Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Pacifica, the tavern owner, runs off immediately towards where you left her daughter alone during an undead attack. Make sure you kiss her goodnight. Every oh time. my god. <laughs> we probably saved her by doing that, guys. Ansiel walks over to you all, and you can see it plainly on his face that he's really impressed with you. I pride myself in knowing nearly all the residents of this beautiful city, and I don't know you. But I'm glad you came through. Do you have plans to stay in town? I might be here for a little bit. <laughs> uh, this this problem you got. Now let me do my character voice. This problem you got. There it is. Uh, got it in one. <laughs> this is something that's been going on for a while now. Do you guys have any leads or anything that we could... Or I, I don't know if they want to, but I, this looks like... I turn to these guys. I know we kind of got off on the wrong foot. Hmm. I kind of screwed over this deity. Turned me into this, uh, this pseudo-dragon. And I have to do 100 good deeds to be able to be turned back into my elven form. What do you What do you guys say? You guys got something better to do, or you guys want to try and stop this necromancer? We can go stop the necromancer. I mean, is there a bounty? Like, you know, a reward after this? If we help, there's some monetary gain in it for these other guys? Not for me. I mean, I'll take it, but mostly I'm here for the good deeds. Uh, you can tell he's really processing the whole I'm really an elf, not a pseudo-dragon thing, and also... As a high-ranking official, seems to be a bit out of touch with the reward idea. Um, He ponders for a second and says, If you want to stick around in town and help with this undead problem, I'd certainly be willing to put you up in Moonvale Manor. And you'd all know just from taking a few steps around this port city that Moonvale Manor is the largest structure in Port Crescent. It's a large stronghold in the northeast part of town, surrounded by giant walls, and it's evidently where the ruling class and nobility lives. He says, I don't know what kind of accommodations you're used to, but I can say with near certainty that my home would be more than comfortable for you, and I have many spare rooms as of late. I'm all for it. Shaking a head is very good for an audio. (laughs) I agree. I'm in. I'll help find these necromancers, but I'm not staying in that manner of yours. Are you going to sleep on the streets? What do you have against homeless people? It's just that we have perfectly good shelters. I'll find my own shelter. Okay. Hansiel takes you all to Moonvale Manor and shows you to his home. Uh, He gives everyone but Fandrin a quick tour as he opted to stay outside when all of you entered the gate in the large walls, and he shows you to your rooms before telling you that he still has business with the guard to deal with and bidding you good night as you all head to bed. Uh, Casey, where's Fandrin staying if he's not staying in the manor? I think I'm going to find the closest, like, alley, just something I can put my back up against. Okay. Uh, Just, like, right outside the wall of the keep? Yeah. Okay. And you just go sleep in the street? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He grew up on the street, so um, that's what he knows. 
I mean, he's never known a bed. Is that what you're talking? No, he's known. He's known a bed, but it's more comfortable for him to be outside and like alert. <laughs> Can hard judge Roll him through the window. <laughs> um, I still have all my stuff on me. Nothing has yeah, been figured, removed no, from, from my body. <laughs> really hope you survive the night, my <laughs> Let's level up. Great. Woo! Level up. Let's roll HP, and we'll start with Chandler, because you're closest to me. Uh, I had 10 originally. I rolled a 6, so my constitution modifier is 0. So, <laughs> added 6. 16. Tyler. 6 plus 2. Okay. So, 20. Jesus. Becca. We can do math at 1 a.m. That's a 5, plus constitution is a 1, total of 15. 15 total. Casey. Boy, that is a seven plus one, eight. So that brings me up to 17. 17. Seven. Plus your constitution. I don't have any. Zero? Okay, so 17. Okay. You guys all, by the way, are long resting. Um, let's talk about what you get at level two. Uh, I get two Eldritch invocations. Okay. Uh, so I'm currently reading through all of them to see which ones I want. Okay. Hit me uh, with that when you get time. Is there anything else you gain at level two? Uh, I think I just get some extra spells. Okay. Uh, you don't have to pick them right now if you don't yeah, want. Yeah, I'll go. Sounds good. I have an awakened mind, so I can telepathically speak with creatures within 30 feet of me. Even okay. if we don't share the same language, we can have... Okay. We can just speak. That's fine. So I didn't know I had that. So we'll, we'll just we say the limited telepathy is now that. Yeah, okay, cool. That came from being Peck. Uh, so at level two, I learn a fighting style... Mm-hmm. Uh, the fighting style I'm choosing is protection. Okay. So when a creature you can see attacks a target other than me within five feet, I can use my reaction to impose disadvantage on that attack roll, If, but I have to have my shield. Okay. I also learned Divine Smite <laughs> so that when I hit a creature yeah. with a melee attack, I can expand a spell slot to deal radiant like divine, damage on it. Yeah. And I also get two first level spell slots that I get to choose from the paladin. Killer, yes. And my lay on hands pool is now 10 points. Perfect. So level two, I get to choose my druid circle. Yes. Um, So it's either going to be circle of the land or circle of the moon. Okay. Temporarily, I'm going to say circle of the moon, but I have to do a little bit of... That's fair. You don't have to pick right away. Three level one spells. And I get wild shape. You can start turning into animals. I can turn into any animal that I have seen twice in a long, before long rest, one fourth or lower. Okay, sounds good. Casey, uh, level two, all I get is cunning action. Oh, that's the best though. Uh, you can take a bonus action on each of your turns in combat. This can only be used to take the dash, disengage, or hide action. Because you already start with like a ton of proficiencies and cool stuff. Uh, Kelly. I get a fighting style. What are you thinking fighting style-wise? Fighting style? I think I'm going to go with the archery one. Okay, cool. Sweet. Um, And then spellcaster? I think that's it for you. And at level two, the DM still sits at a children's table and does their own thing, I think. (laughs) (laughs) All of you are settled in for the night, whether that be inside or on the cold street. And somewhere unseen... A necromancer brushes the dust from their ink-stained pant legs, retrieves their journal, and hastily begins their planning anew. This is going to work. It has to. 